This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Will Z is our favorite statistician each and every single day. We preview the game by the numbers. Uh, the Kings and the Spurs tonight. That's over on ESPN 1320's website if you want to read the article in its entirety. We encourage you to do that. It's great content. Uh, from our man, Will Z. Will, we appreciate you, as always. Um, let's start with this. Uh, you discussed this this morning. Kings have struggled from behind the arc the last couple of games, uh, but the numbers against the Spurs show that, that 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 could change for the positive tonight. Yeah, so against Minnesota, the Kings, I think everyone noticed the struggles. Uh, they were 18 of 63 against the Timberwolves in the two games. It's 28.6%. But if you go back and look at the previous games against the Spurs, uh, the Kings were 26 of 60. That's 43.3%. So I wouldn't be be surprised to see that number go back up tonight. I think part of it, I was starting to think of why they struggled against the Timberwolves. And I think it all centers around Sabonis and Gobert and having – the ability to kind of have that one-on-one defender against the bonus where so many other teams have to come and double him. So I'm thinking just getting away from Gobert alone should help the Kings offense, obviously. You know, the one, ever since you alerted uh, me to it, to everybody to it, I'm, I'm always fixated on the, on the open looks, you know, the wide open looks. Cause that, that tells me a lot, you know, that tells me a lot about defense and how they're playing the Kings and the shots that the Kings are able to get. And usually I look at the Kings and if they don't shoot a lot of threes I'm like, or they don't make a lot of threes, excuse me. I'm like, ah, you know, the defense was there, you know, you know or the reverse. I'm like, man, they got a lot of open shots. They just didn't hit seemed like Minnesota didn't give them a lot of open looks. And that probably goes into what you were talking about where they didn't have to double because of Rudy Gobert uh, being on Sabonis. Everybody could stay at home. Is that some of the things maybe you saw as well in those two games is there weren't a whole, a whole lot of wide open looks for the Kings in those games? Yeah, that's exactly it. I haven't looked at the numbers for the second game, but I dug into it the morning after the first one. And the Kings were – I forget the number off the top of my head, but like six under their season average for open and wide open. So the Timberwolves definitely, it wasn't a case of just missing shots. Mm. It was more of a case of not getting the good shots that you usually do. Mm. Uh, Yaka Pertle's always a guy who gets uh, mm-hmm. a, a ton of attention. He's, he's played well versus Sacramento, but who else should the Kings have their eye on tonight? Yeah, the guy that's really kind of got some Bigger attention is Sohan. Uh, so in his last six games, uh, the rookie's averaging 19 points, 5.8 rebounds, and 3.8 assists. 
on 47% from the field and 52% from three. So he's just kind of lining it up on the offensive side. To look into it a little more, though, over those last six games that he's done that, the Spurs have won none of them. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. But um, he's putting up numbers on the offensive side. He had a career-high 30 points two nights ago. Um, so he just seems to be kind of finding a rhythm out there. You know, a guy that I um, I don't want to say always, but I don't know the last time they played, uh, Trey Jones. See, I don't know why this always happens. I always get Trey and Tyus Jones confused. And I think they're actually brothers. They may be brothers. I, I'm not exactly sure. But Trey Jones, uh, he had a big-time game against the, the Kings last time, at the very least a big-time first half. They couldn't keep him out of the paint. And that's somebody that I'm looking at, and I'm looking at De'Aaron Fox, I'm looking at Davion Mitchell, and, and, and shut him down. Like, make sure he doesn't eat. Make sure he's not comfortable. Because I felt like he was spearheaded a lot of the problems that the Spurs gave uh, the Kings in that game in San Antonio, not the first game, but the second game, I guess, in San Antonio in that first half. Yeah, and if you look at Trey, he's shooting 26.7 from three, 26.7% from three. So like you said, Kenny, with him getting to the paint, know that that's kind of his game and play him to that. The Spurs mm-hmm. is, as a whole aren't a great three-point shooting team. They don't get to the line very well. So if you can pack the paint, and just kind of know that that's where they're going to be coming at you to set up your defense around that knowledge. Uh, that matchup in the middle of last month, that was Davion had a big, he had a big night against yeah. uh, against San Antonio. Was there was there something in that? Was there something in the matchup there, or was that uh, Davion just being aggressive? That was the night he dropped. He dropped nineteen. I think he was he was seven of eight from from the field. Like he. He, he he got at it a little bit more more often than we see him do that on the defense uh, on the offensive end. Excuse me. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's hard to tell without looking at it more. But yeah, he was seven of eight from the field, four or five from three. Got to the line, made his one free throw. Was a plus twenty on the night. I don't. With Davion, that was in nineteen minutes. I know everyone always looks at his minutes and how he tends to produce more when he gets more. Playtime, mm. um, nineteen so and nineteen is that. pretty efficient. I'll, I'll, I'll give yeah. him that. Oh, take that any <laughs> that, night. That's an efficient use of your time. Yeah. So I'm wondering too if it's the starters have played so many minutes lately that Mike Brown's going to have to kind of start relying on some players to pick up more slack. Whether that's Davion or um, Trey continuing to do it, just someone coming off the bench if they can at least kind of get one person going, we've seen how big it can be for the team. Since the starters are so good, we don't need everyone to be firing off the bench, but if one person, especially if it's Davion with his defense, can get going, that seems to usually do the trick. For whatever it's worth, Casey, Davion played 27 minutes when these teams played in November. Hmm. Hmm. So I, 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 I mean, I mean, it could be you know the fact they 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 won that game pretty comfortably that could play a part in it, but uh, a lot of minutes for Davion Mitchell in his his games against San Antonio. You know, we we talked about it a little bit yesterday, and we'll see had the numbers uh, for me when I asked for it. But I'm interested to see if that lineup goes out there again that that second unit lineup with Sabonis staying in there and Davion Monk, Terrence Mitchell. And Trey Lyles, I think you said they were a plus. I think it's Terrence Davis. 
Who would I say? You, Terrence Mitchell. You got Terrence him playing Mitchell. cornerback out there. <laughs> you got him running, running this. No wonder they were so good defensively. <laughs> it was Davion Mitchell and, and Terrence Davis that I got crossed up there. But <laughs> which equals a whole different athlete, which is fantastic. <laughs> but it was uh, Davion Monk, Terrence Davis, Trey Lyles, and Demontis Sabonis, and I think you said they were plus eleven and in like eleven minutes over. The, the course of the season they played uh, mm-hmm. with each other. I hadn't seen that a whole lot, but uh, I liked what I saw. And I wonder if Mike Brown goes back to that lineup today. Yeah, and it gives the bench unit just the chance to play with Sabonis because we see the offense with the starters run so much through him. Mm-hmm. And to me, the offense really runs through Monk with the second unit. So it just gives it a different dynamic and allows for players like Davion and Davis to work off of some of that same dribble handoff motion that we see Herder and Keegan and Barnes get to work off of. Hmm. Anything else you want us to keep our eye on tonight, Will? Um, you mentioned assist at the end of the yeah, article. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The assists. Um, 20 and 23 the last two games against the Timberwolves. That's just low for the Kings. So to me, I'll be looking to get back up to that 27 range. Um the Spurs love to pass the ball. They're right up there with the Kings and leading in passes and assists. Mm-hmm. So the ball should be moving on both sides tonight. But the Kings are 20-8 when they hit 27 assists. So if they can just get back to that kind of free-flowing offense uh, against the Spurs, who have the worst defense in the league, mm. that should help them out a lot as well. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned they have the worst defense in the league. They don't necessarily mm-hmm. have a good offense either, which is always mm-hmm. – uh, funny when we talk about like passes and assists, the fact that they rank towards the top, but their other metric says they can't score what a damn. Yep. <laughs> I think it's part of it too is free throws. I'm sure drop the, mm. they're like one of the worst free throws teams in the league. They make the least, their percentage is like 28th. Um, they don't get to the line. And then their three point percentage, I think. So I feel for them, a lot of the assists, that they get come from inside just because that's where they have the best efficiency. But yeah, it's weird that it doesn't translate those numbers that we look for the Kings to get and translate to wins for the Kings aren't doing the same for the Spurs. Well, the Spurs numbers and stats um, and win total matches it up with the eye test. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it all matches, you know, sometimes it's like, dang, man, they look better than, you know, what the stats say they are. No, no, I watch the Spurs. They, they don't look good. The record isn't good and the numbers aren't good. It all lines up. Yeah. And there's nothing better for me than when a stat matches the eye test. It's just like great validation. Kenny <laughs> just named five reasons the Kings should win this game tonight. Uh, Will, we appreciate you as always, man. Thank you, my brother. We'll see you on Friday. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 